0: All right, it's mini-sode time, guys. Yes. Everybody, welcome back to The Luck We Had, a shameless recap podcast. This is a mini-sode of season 11, episode 6. Do not go gentle into that good. Screw it. This is going to be coming out on February 23rd instead of a new longer maxi-sode uh, because lives, our lives happen and we want time to breathe and do other things. (laughs) Yes. Plus, also, a Hall of Shame is just gonna- the Fiona Hall of Shame is just gonna have just happened when this comes out.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot we're getting that one soon.
0: We'll discuss that in whatever next recording we do after that happens, but I'm not expecting a whole lot. I mean, I'm excited for the
2: scenes, like, from the Gallagher family, because the premise is that Fiona's on, like, a reality dating show, and they're interviewing her family, which is dumb as hell and, like, not really- realistic it's so, to Fiona's
1: of, character. Like so, it's so out of character
2: but like it'll have. be fun to see the family <laughs> talk about her at least i know debbie's gonna be a
1: bitch and be like yeah because i feel like since she's left no one's made a single comment about her, her she's mentioned probably more by like what ian uh, debbie probably
2: they mention her in passing a couple times but it's like they never they really only talk about how she like skipped out and like left and they never are like oh i talked to fiona like the other day like there's no indication that any of them are still in contact
1: with her yeah god
0: damn so yeah it'll be interesting to see what that minisode was like or what that hall of shame was like that happened on sunday when this comes out a few days after that but yeah today we're talking about 1106 possibly one of the best episodes they've done in years
1: good episode yeah.
0: yeah Yeah. Like, in fucking years. It's definitely one of my favorite Mickey episodes now. It's, like, I think at least number three of my favorite Mickey episodes. <laughs> uh, but it was, I like, I even Facetime Lena afterwards. I, like, I need to, because everybody in my house was asleep, and I just was, like, walking around my room.
1: You were like, I'm, I'm like, I need to talk about this. <laughs> it was a good episode.
0: Oh, by the way, I'm Amanda, and there's Evan and Lena also here.
1: We're here. We're always Hi. here.
0: <laughs> and we're here to talk about this episode so let's start let's start let's go person by person let's start with liam let's start youngest gallagher not enough let's start with liam
2: not that enough That
1: boy that poor boy
2: he is so neglected and like honestly when well we, i guess we can get into spoilers because like we're just talking about the episode as a whole but it's like okay oh, yeah. when they brought up like selling the house i was like where is he gonna go where's where he, gonna, is he go? gonna go i hope he goes to the inn and mickey because it's like he, someone needs to look after him He's like I'm a baby, yeah, like, I'm a child. If
1: anything, like I would think maybe Lip would probably take authority of him just because he is like the next oldest. But I, I feel like Tammy wouldn't be up for that. No, so, like, I mean because Lip was the whole one
2: who was like, we should sell the house for me and my baby and my girlfriend, and it's like, okay, yes, but like, like yes, I understand like why he's and like I really do think that that's like a pretty good idea for them. They're like, let's yeah, make no, gentrification work for us bigger picture like what that says about gentrification and how you should respond to it i'm not sure what the implications are but like i feel like because of his reasons for wanting to sell the house he wouldn't want to take liam in
0: honestly give liam to kevin v (gasps) so
2: true but i already have two kids
1: well (laughs) because kevin v might be moving to kentucky if anything you know kevin v would take in fucking um carl
2: yeah it's it's like carl's not ready to live on his own
1: he just moved into like the basement quote unquote but like he's still like what 19 years old he's i don't know like i obviously don't know like what the pay is for cops like that but like he's not getting livable pay already for being that young
2: yeah i mean maybe not like carl's not ready to live on his own like maybe he is but like carl's not ready to live on his own and be the one taking care of liam Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense.
0: Like he could probably swing an apartment by himself and be comfortable, but like not taking care of his little brother too. Debbie can
1: barely take care of Franny. She's not taking care of Liam.
2: Yeah. I mean, plus like in general, I feel like with on-screen relationships, Carl and Liam aren't like super close. I feel like the best fit for Liam would honestly be going with Ian because it seems like Ian really does like him. (sighs) I know the show would probably like stick him with Debbie because it's like, oh, Debbie's mommy. She's going to take care of everybody.
1: Debbie doesn't take care of Franny.
2: Exactly. Debbie kind of just wants a place with Sandy. I don't know. Ship Liam off to live with Fiona.
1: Yeah.
0: Not enough Liam and that poor boy is just suffering in this entire he's episode. going through
1: like freaking um, like basically like survivor's guilt, quote unquote. Like that poor boy. Like and I didn't like that. Like I'm glad that like Carl didn't make him feel bad about it. Obviously now that he's like big cop boy. But like th- th- just being like, eh, hide the gun. Like, well,
2: he was g- like, that I some, shot Terry. Some therapy, because he's like, I shot Terry. But it's like, no, he shot into the air, and the bullet just happened to hit Terry. You didn't shoot the gun with the intent to kill Terry or to hurt him. And nobody
0: should ever feel bad about shooting Terry. Like, yeah, as
2: well. But it's like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna feel bad, it wasn't even his
1: fault in the first place. It just like happened. I'm very glad that Carl did say that.
0: But then also, like, we were talking about Carl, so let's get into the Carl part of it all. I hated every moment of it.
1: I didn't enjoy it one bit. I
2: think it's fun that they have Carl, like, go for, like, thicker girls, though. Okay, Mm -hmm. like, this is just a personal thing, because, like, okay, that girl has a very similar body type to me, even though they made her out to be a dick at the end, but it's, like... Also thinking about Anne from the last season, like I'm like okay, Carl and the thick girls, like
0: okay, he likes the thick girl, he likes yeah. the thick
2: girl, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm thick girl, I <laughs> <makes laughs> feel appreciated a little bit. Representation, we love representation, to see it. so true. Um, yeah, I mean okay honestly when she took her mask off
1: i dead ass thought that it was julia dude that's what 10. exactly what i said the sebastian i was like she looks like a mil- mix between the MILF and the daughter from last season i was like it's right? really scary i think it's just more the round face and the bangs is what got me but like it looked too scarily similar to me i said so i'm glad that you thought you saw yeah that too.
2: she looked like she looked like julia i don't know i mean yeah amanda did not
1: like carl's flirting no it was really I awkward it. no I don't know Carl is such like they. he's at such a weird awkward age that I feel like Ethan doesn't even know how to act about like act it because like he's still supposed to be 19 years old but now he's a big bad and bougie so like it's a I feel like he doesn't even know like how to handle it and like his flirting no nah, thank you
2: I think it's just hard because we've seen them grow up so for us, there's always going to be some level of, like, uncomfort with watching them do, like, sex scenes and things like that. And, well, like, I know It's Emma, not even that
1: I was uncomfortable. It just seemed like he was uncomfortable. Well, yeah, it that too. But like it's like, it did seem like he was uncomfortable. But it's,
2: like, Emma, like, I, Emma has never- hasn't done a sex scene. Like, a legit one. She's not- she hasn't done any nudity. And it's, like, I respect her for that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, okay, when the show started, like, Cameron and Jeremy were, like, Still teenagers, but they were at the point where it was like, okay, this is kind of like they're almost adults. We don't feel that weird about watching them like kiss people or have makeout scenes. Mm -hmm. And then obviously as they got older, it was like, they already started kind of almost as adults, but it's like, we watched them grow up from being like little kids. Yeah, There is always going to be a little bit uncomfortable to have them have serious love storylines.
0: And then also a show that a few seasons ago played off a man getting sexually assaulted as a funny thing that debbie did no wrong in and then turn it around and be like oh but male sexual assault like no 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 bitch you don't get to have mm-hmm. it both ways well like okay
2: when i rewatched the thing with derek was obviously like okay well with maddie it was like maddie very much had the role of being like the normal outside person of being like that was fucked up Mm -hmm. i can't believe you did that to me like pissed off he
1: was so sweet but it was like but it
2: was like lip and debbie were like when they were talking he was like oh anybody would be like so lucky to be yeah to have sex with you and it was like okay i think you're supposed to know that like the gallagher perspective is like super fucked up but it's like you're not doing a good enough job of like Really explaining what the right answer is.
1: Yeah, and especially of it coming so, like, not saying that it was out of nowhere, but for her just to be so deadpan being like, So did you say no? And he was like, Yeah. And then just like, just she was like, Oh, yeah, by the way, like, it was just very like, and then the next scene just happened and there was no speak about it. Like, they just wanted to remind us, even though we just saw it happen.
0: Yeah. Coming from the mouth of Debbie, who literally just got her ankle bracelet off for statutory. And Literally. we've seen her do this exact thing in the past, like, from her mouth
1: with Mickey sitting right there. Yeah, for her to be the one to say it. I mean,
2: I don't, I wouldn't have expected Mickey to be not educated enough, but I wouldn't have expected Mickey to be like, oh, like, she raped you. But I would have at least, I would have, like, appreciated, like, a cut to him or something.
0: Yes, yeah, a cut to him
1: would like, have been Like, nice. some
2: sort of subliminal messaging of, like, hey, parallels.
1: I feel like wasn't his one of, like, the very first, like, on screen kind of, like, acknowledged, like, scenes between that before Debbie, right? Like, him and Svet Yeah.
2: Well, that and then him and Ian, like, kind of have a conversation after. Not really. It's, like, when they're in the Mm -hmm. abandoned building and he's, like, couldn't stop thinking about what happened. Because
0: it's, like, they both
2: know that it was, like, rape.
0: Yeah. But they refuse to acknowledge it. But, like,
2: they don't ever, they don't ever say the word and they don't ever deal with the after, like, with the emotional consequences.
0: Yeah, which
1: Shameless never likes to do.
0: But speaking of shitty storylines like that, Debbie.
1: Debbie. Debbie's yeah. storyline
0: was only interesting because Sandy's part of the storyline was
1: interesting. Finally, we get to hear her part. Like, finally, like, we've been living off this Sandy line for, like, since last week's episode and we barely even saw her. And now we finally get to see her, but I'm still, I'm still not satisfied with the information we're given from Sandy.
2: Well, I mean, she was like, basically the rundown is like, I met Royal when she was what, like 16? She said like 15, I think. Yeah. He promised me a better life. I said, I was young. I said, yes. So we got married. I tried to make it work, but I was gay. So I ran away and she's been living out of her car slash couch surfing ever since. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, we'll know more next episode because I know Royal is supposed to come, like, make an appearance. But it's oh, like, we're actually
1: supposed to see him now?
2: Yeah, but I guess I nice. wonder, like, why he is so hung up on her. If he's, like, if he's really rich. Yeah, mean he's, he like, just, chasing like, let after go? her again.
1: Do we know how old Sandy's supposed to be? Probably, like, what, like, early 20s?
2: Oh well, Debbie's age. I mean, like, 19, 20, maybe 21. I mean, Royal could also
0: just be, like, an abusive, obsessed partner that, like, won't let her go.
1: Yeah, probably he like likes the control. I feel like shameless is gonna do something though, but like it's gonna be like something very like minimal and tame or like she did something and he's like looking after her for her or something. I feel like there's gonna be more of like the drop of the hat than just like what we've already been told, knowing shameless. Cause I feel like nothing's they're not just always just one thing. There's always that one little work that they give up well. that you're just like, mm.
2: Unfortunately, knowing that Elise does not appear after episode eight makes me think that he takes her away, that he wins, Ooh. and that she just kind of like disappears.
1: Interesting. <sighs>
2: Which is really unfortunate because I like her a lot. While I think she deserves better than Debbie, I do like her a lot and I like seeing her. And I would mm. honestly put that past I would like put my Debbie hatred like away just so I
1: could be like keep uh, sandy. More, San- more sandy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> more sandy
1: because they just kind of like she's the one other milkovich besides like mickey and mandy and like we don't care t- care about terry that we learned more than just like their names and their significance to the milkovich family like she's the one other character that we finally get to like meet again and like sad that she was only created because the actress who played mandy was like no, i was gonna you. say that no, what, because you her much. and
2: jeremy are on not great terms as far- I mean, this is all, like, speculation, but we can assume that that's why she d- won't even come back for, like, a cameo, but- And um, they couldn't
0: get Jane because she's busy helming her own show over Also,
2: I think it would be kind of weird if they, like, finally brought Jane Levy back, and everybody would be like,
1: okay, like, we're you just acting
2: different. like- We're we're just acting like this is fine.
1: They're gonna pull a WandaVision.
2: For real, it's just- they- yeah.
0: Okay, who do we want to go to next, Lip, Frank, or V?
2: Um, let's do Uh, V. V. I was thinking kevin v well kev doesn't really do anything but hang out in the Kev
0: doesn't do anything
2: he's just kind of like yeah he's
1: just there to help everyone else's story (laughs) well it
2: was funny when they were like in kev fit and he was like i don't want to know what you're using it for and then ian was like stash stolen bikes so true to his character he is so (laughs) stupid every day he wakes up and he drinks dumb people juice he is so dumb i love i love him
0: (laughs) but v while kev is in the bar V is making moves. V's storyline hit me hard. V Storyline, now that I know what it's building to, I see the foundation they are laying for getting V and Kev the fuck out of the South Side.
2: Yeah. Um, also like with this whole rent control, like V foraying into politics thing that's happening. I mean, like, okay, they're their reasoning for doing these school shooting drills as somebody who's been in school since like been in been in middle school high school since sandy hook it's like they really do kind of do drills like this like they will do drills where you have to practice evacuating the building running oh, away yeah. like they'll come over the loudspeaker and be like um the shooter is in this area of the school discuss what you're gonna do if you decide oh. that you want that you were going to evacuate if this was real actually leave
0: oh yeah i've been through those drills too and like honestly just like v was saying in this episode i always thought during those drills i'm like Ninety-five percent of school shootings are committed by a member of the student body who has been through these drills and knows what the procedures are. Right, that's
1: really funny. I love seeing how shitty my school is because I the most cool shooting thing we did is just kind of like get against the wall, like we that oh we, that we was had what no it used profession. to be.
2: And then after Sandy Hook, the standard kind of like slowly started changing where it was like they adopted like Alice we didn't even
1: get any of the drills after any of the major ones. Like we never practiced routines or anything like that. So
0: I went to a heavily POC school. So we got um threats from white supremacists like a lot. So we had mm. a lot of drills. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's just like, it's an, it, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Like it almost alienates the, the, out of country audience because they were well i I saw a lot of people like on tumblr and twitter being like okay i'm not from the u.s like is this for real and it's like yes yes but no like shameless is a little dramatic i don't think they actually do stuff like that but it's like
0: oh yeah no nobody actually hands a kid a nerf gun and says pretend to be the shooter but like the teachers will rattle the door and make you feel like there's actually somebody in the hallway Yeah. yeah
2: or like kids getting so nervous that they will like bring like the brownie pan thing, I was like, that might not be that far off. Like, I feel like little kids could get so nervous that they would be like, can I bring something to school?
1: I definitely feel like when the shootings were like a very high, like during like, what was it like two years ago or whatever. I remember definitely seeing like people talk about like, dude, like my like kids like took so-and-so to their book bag yeah. that I didn't know that like to the protect them and they were like scared or whatever. And I was like, that's most Well, like the most every year thing.
2: before the pandemic, I mean, people were crazy. They were like- oh school shootings have been down since the pandemic it's like that's because we're not in school
1: yeah Yeah. no one's going door to door no one's looking up the school directory
2: i'm actually a little bit thankful that after this um election there was like still the pandemic going on in a weird way because it's like no one was in school i feel like there would have been a lot of in school violence oh Oh, yeah so i'm almost like weirdly thankful that school was not in person
0: oh yeah there's no way that a white supremacist wouldn't have like targeted a certain area at like after the election like that i absolutely 100 see that happening if we weren't still going virtual
2: yeah literally storm the capital like schools are not off the table
0: yeah but yeah a v storyline i really like that like v gets to take initiative it seems like Shanola might have had a lot of input in v this season mm-hmm. especially knowing that she directs an episode i cannot because like v wait. seems very forward moving and very like Her storyline seems to be going really well and not like the stunted little nothing storylines that Kevin V normally get that last like two, three episodes. Not even
2: like they'll last, they'll have like one,
1: one to like one and a half episode arcs. And it's like,
2: this is boring.
1: I like these guys. Like we, like their whole plot seemed like it was just going to be like the weed business. And like, now we haven't heard shit about it and it's more so like, the only people who are involved in that line are ian and mickey because they have to do the deliveries and we see them like in a back shot selling and stuff But like they don't even yeah. like really discuss their job and like their. i mean
2: it and, seems like, like, like a pretty doing. stable thing for them at the moment like for everybody at the moment the weed mm. thing is just kind of like their stable job right now
0: yeah like at least it's a through line that they like didn't just yeah, forget, forget, forget about, about like about it's a it. thing that's it's happening subtly in the background but it's happening yeah But yeah, I really I really V is like one of my favorite stories to watch this season. I'm really enjoying seeing Shinola have a good time. Also, Mm -hmm. is it me or are the here's what you missed on Shameless clips at the beginning just getting longer and longer and longer and longer? So this
1: week's was Kevin V's and they were just going at it behind the bar. But it was really long. It was very long.
2: Was it was it Yeah, they were going at it behind the bar. I was thinking, I was just I'm I'm rewatching. There was one where they walked up and she was like, are you see- like it was a very long conversation where it was like oh they have that metal plate in their head like I remember that one from mm-hmm. like season yeah. 10. Um Ian's wasn't like that long. The episode before where he was like in the tub.
0: <laughs> it People, was like the oh, one yeah. in like the episode 1 with Franks like that was unbearably long. Yeah. And then this one seemed really fucking long too. Like
2: yeah, I don't know. I maybe they're just trying to kill time, but if anything yeah, they need yeah. more time in an episode.
0: Okay, um Lip, let's do lip. First of all, Mickey checking in on lip sobriety. I love brother-in-law. I love brother-in-law. Yes, yeah. But
1: I, I really hope that they don't gloss over Brad and Lip basically going on their bender. Like,
0: I think Lip is still secretly drinking.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be a little reveal. I like because I they made it so prominent. Like when him and Brad were like sitting together, he was like pop, like making like sure, like hey, we are drinking soda. Like I don't, I really hope that it's not just really glossed over because I'm glad Mickey, someone else said something besides them too, and Mickey was like, that's what an addict says, like a ben like one night isn't just one yeah. night.
0: And there was like kind of a tense moment in like a conversation with Lip and Tammy, mm-hmm. where she's like, well, check in with me before you go off the deep end, and, and like the look on his face was not only like. But I did last night, and I'm not telling you. It seems like he might still be low key drinking.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like I hate to say it; it's too late in the season to be breaking his sobriety this close to the end.
1: Yeah, it is too late to unless be doing they're gonna that. do something really nasty to him in the end, like what, like kill him, <laughs> <laughs> just make him just like go fool off the deep end and Tammy pieces out or something like that. Like, Ugh, you know but like
2: I mean? nobody wants that for them.
1: Yeah. Nobody wants that. So like, I don't know why they would put in such a big plot line for like the what, like last like three, four seasons that has been his main character, like, like uh fiasco or whatever for them just to be like, we got drunk right when then we decided to steal some bikes but now we're gonna be fine and drink so the
2: stolen bikes thing is a plot line for a while like for at least two more episodes i think i will say like i did miss lip kind of being a delinquent i mean like yeah no i like, love that part of him because it's like uh, it's since he strict. got sober he like doesn't get up to fun little antics anymore and like that's fine because it's what he deserves he deserves a stable life but it's like oh no it's kind of fun to see him being like a quote-unquote bad boy again
0: Oh, yeah, I love, I lo- especially involving his two brother-in-laws, involving Brad and involving Mickey and being, like... I thought that them was into- a cute
1: little pairing.
0: Well,
2: everyone was hoping that Brad would be like, who the fuck is this? And Mickey would, like, have to be like, oh, I'm his brother-in-law or something. But apparently they already know each other. I'm sure they already know each other. Brad comes around oh, the house yeah. all yeah. the time. Like, of course they already know each other. People were, like, speculating. I was like, are you guys dumb? <laughs> Like it's
0: super cold in here. Yeah, it's a refrigeration truck. It didn't have a lot of fucking choices, Brad.
2: Brad. Like he's like, You asked me like very last minute. I will say it is very telling of stability and relationships that Mickey told Ian that they were going to go rob born free. He already knew about it, but Lip did not tell
1: Tammy. Oh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I hate to say it. Oh yeah.
0: And Ian did not get too on Mickey's ass about doing criminal stuff. Mickey's like, I was doing your fucking brother a favor. Shut the fuck up. And, like, they dropped
1: it. Ian last week stole an ambulance. Mickey stealing bikes is the least of their worries right now. Yeah.
2: Well, plus it's, like, how would they... Okay, honestly, how would they trace that back to Mickey? It is so easy to trace it back to Lip and Brad because it's, like, they both got fired. They both used to work there. They were obviously very mad. But it's, like...
1: To say and he lip, why are
0: you keeping the boxes in your home? Put everything at Kev's. Yeah, and the fact that they didn't yeah. even
1: decide to like put it in like a small, like even more disclosed thing. She was like, "Wow, um, so wow, Born Free got stolen. Oh, are those Born Free boxes that we normally don't have that are on? I shelf can't believe he didn't teams? even
2: put them in new boxes. I was like, Dumb
1: ass. But also, like, I feel like Lip is smarter than to get fired. Then the next day, go steal the place he got fired from while also assaulting the fucking new manager of it. Like they're so easily the first targets to be, uh, like I guess, like looked at or whatever. But yeah, who knows how this I mean, is going to work out? Because they even mentioned, the like, owners like, of
2: Born Free are like in the mob, so they're probably Born Free is probably a front for something else,
1: mm-hmm. like a, like
2: a money laundering front. If was there it Brad's
1: friends. main business? It was Brad's business, correct? Yeah, and then yeah, they sold it to sold those it two to younger guys.
2: Baby. Yeah, so it's like if it's some like if it's a front for something because they're in the mob, they probably don't even give a shit. But also, yeah. they're like, we're in the mob; we can't have people come poking around.
0: Yeah. yeah, so they probably won't even report it. Maybe and yeah, that'll come up in the next couple of episodes. But let li- Jeremy Allen White was fucking doing it. This he's episode. always oh, yeah. fantastic. He was- he's
2: consistently consistently giving amazing performances, and it's really hard to believe that shameless was his first acting job ever
1: yeah that's
0: crazy
2: like he consistently gives some of the best performances and it's like
1: okay movie career (laughs) like (laughs) he's been carrying the show for a while
0: this episode not gonna lie this episode belonged to jeremy allen white noel fisher and william h macy like this episode belonged to them
2: yeah i always like i like well i guess we'll talk about frank in a few but like people really do not let's talk about
0: frank yeah let's talk they do not give
2: william h macy enough credit for being and i mean we already know he's an academy award nominated actor he's fucking amazing at what he does sometimes the writers do not give him good enough material to show that off Mm -hmm. they do
0: not and this season they've decided to
2: yeah i mean he does make frank like likable that's the thing is that i'm like if it was literally anybody else playing frank i would be like i hate this guy get him off my screen But it's William H. Macy. And I think he's kind of neat.
0: Every, like I said, every other season, I don't give a flying fuck what the fuck Frank is up to. But this season, it is so compelling. Yeah. And interesting. Because they gave us something
1: to look forward to or something that actually, like, intrigues us with his story. Because, like, his stories over the last, like, handful of seasons, like, have just been the same thing but just, like, mix match like throw in a different drug or a different girl or a different substance or a different event or etc and then yeah like this one is just like it's just it's really nice because like I actually care for once and I actually like was like this one hurt a little bit more because like now it's actually like given us what's happening even though we were like suspecting it the entire time
0: I could do without a frank sex scene I could do without it You know what, though, Amanda,
2: I didn't mind the Frank sex scene because
1: of the Monica thing. Well, at
2: first I thought he was just calling her Monica because it was like, oh, it's like a sex thing. Like he just wanted to call because he's like still not over Monica. But then when she was like, you know, we're not having sex. You can still call me Monica. And he was like, like he had to take a moment and be like, wait, she's not Monica. Like, I actually really liked that.
0: Oh, it was a lot of the little moments in this one with him too. Like in the kitchen too, when he's sitting there and everybody's buzzing about doing their business in the morning in the kitchen and he's just kind of sitting on the dryer, sort of taking it in. Like you could sort of tell that he's not entirely sure who or what everything is. Like he's a, he's just a little bit out of it. Like the little moments are really killing me with him this, in this episode.
2: Yeah. I think he's a great, I think he's great. I'm very excited for what's to come. I'm kind of sad. Like, Because they're killing, like, I mean, they're gonna, like, kill both dads. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I want Terry to die. I wanted Terry to die. But, like, I'm like, aw,
0: I'm gonna kind of be sad when Frank dies. That scene with Frank and Terry on the porch... That
1: scene was... That was really good.
0: And, like, I I feel like it was... It's just a nice little piece of vindication, even for... Even for us, even for Ian and Mickey people in that scene. He's like, I guess I could put you out of your misery, but I don't fucking like you that much. Like, it was
2: the whole, like, Gallagher-Milkovich, um, rivalry, and it's like, if anything, it's kind of cementing a Gallagher win, because it's like, yeah, they had, like, two Milkoviches basically marry into the family. Like,
0: we fucking yeah. won, and no one's gonna take care yeah. of you. You three Milkoviches fall in love yeah. with Gallaghers, and two of them are still around. Like, fuck well, you. Well, we'll see about Sandy, but...
2: Oh, we didn't even talk about, we didn't even talk about Callista. The woman that Debbie met at the gay bar when she was working.
0: That's because I refuse to acknowledge anything about Debbie's storyline. Like, I'm so angry that I hate the queer woman in this show, but I fucking hate the queer woman in this show. Like, she's the- Debbie is the worst, and I hate that they keep giving her shit.
2: Well, plus it's also, like, I- because I feel like Calista's gonna show up again. Maybe it'll be, like, a little love triangle thing and she'll choose her over Sandy or something. I don't know, but it's like- They didn't make her interesting enough. (laughs) So like, she couldn't, she didn't grab me.
0: (laughs) She did not grab me. Agreed. Yes. Okay, now the moment we've all been waiting for. Noel Fisher ate this episode.
1: He ate this. He said, he he said, I own Shameless.
0: From the moment he walked in in that little beanie, he said, this episode is for me. Because he's like, not only did Mickey like have a really great storyline
2: on his own, but it's like, he was helping out with everybody else's. And I was like, okay, bestie.
0: Also, the looks, he turned looks in this episode. In the beanie, in the, le- in the denim jacket, and then in the fatigues, oh, he yeah. turned looks he be, the whole fucking fitting. time. He
2: was doing great. I cannot get over how
1: old Noel looks now. <laughs> I can't get over it. I can Oh, can't. yeah. Oh, yeah. That close-up shot. That close-up shot.
2: It's like, they keep filming so close to his face this season, and it's like, you can really see every damn wrinkle.
0: Although, and- I want to put respect to Cameron, too, because so much in this story, like, this was clearly Mickey's story to tell, and Ian's just to kind of be there. And Cameron did the same thing for Noel that Ian was doing for Mickey in this e- in this episode. He was there, he was around, and he was giving support, but, like, he was letting mm-hmm. this boy fucking shine. Like, he, like- yeah,
2: he was, like, he wasn't taking away from the storyline. And it's, like, a lot of people made it about, like, okay, because it's, like, a lot of people make every single week, they're, like, oh, Galovich, like, in love, in love, in love, kissing, kissing, smooching, having sex, but it's, like, no, this episode was, like, Mm -hmm. not about that. It was about Mickey Mm -hmm. as an individual. It was not about their relationship. And, like, yes, you can be, like, oh, my God, the support system, like, it's great. They're so, like, they're really good at being married. (laughs) Well, (laughs) But, it's like, like, it was
0: also the little moments of checking in and, like, the little, like, he touched Mickey's chest in the morning when Mickey got them all donuts. And he, like, saw Mickey struggling with watching Terry come out of the thing and he, like, grabbed his shoulder and checked in with him. Like, he was just there.
2: Right. But it's, like, it's, like, this episode was really good at being, like, this isn't about Ian and Mickey's relationship because it's stable. This is about Mickey as an individual. Yeah.
0: Yes. This is them remembering a story that they built up that they had convinced us they'd forgotten about. And then like, just that, The firstly, the moment of Terry getting out of the thing and Mickey just standing there and Ian going like, should we help him? And Mickey's called, nope. Like, fuck off, Noel. Like, that alone was good. But then the scene where he put the gun to Terry's chest and like, Noel had one line. In that whole scene. Wasn't it like,
2: shut the fuck up?
0: No, no, no. He like, they pulled up in the ambulance, like, I have to take a shit. That's why we're home. And then he says absolutely no words until he until Ian's like, what was that? And he says nothing. Like that was it. Like, but the power that Noel has with no mm-hmm. words, like that scene has been living in my brain on a loop since I saw it. Like, it was fucking brilliant.
1: Like I didn't see Noel at all in that scene. Like the look on Mickey's eyes, like you could see how glossed over, and like it, it was so good. Me and Sebastian were just like, "Oh my god!" It's also like you never see Noel.
2: It's like okay, here, we like, see Noel when when he's in character. I'm literally like, that's two different people. Yep. Yep. That is two different people.
0: That and that scene, and then the scene later on when they're when they're on the couch and Ian's like. Would you take care of me if I was paralyzed? That moment, yeah. too, was such a merry little, like, just with their eyes. It was Mickey going, like, thank you. I needed this. I needed this connection with you right now. Like, Well, because they
2: both know the answer and the answer is fucking obviously. And also, like, I already did. But it's like, it's it, like the little, like, because they're like kind of making a joke out of it mm-hmm. between them.
0: But it's also the acknowledgement, like, yeah, you're not jumping up to help your abusive piece of shit dad, but you would help me because you love me and you're a good person and good- and you help the people that you love. Like, it was such a significant thing. And then, like, them- and again, earlier in the episode, when they were watching Terry get pulled out of the ambulance, Ian asks permission, should we help him? And Mickey says no. And then when Mickey's dragging Terry up the stairs, Ian goes, should I help you? And Mickey says yes. Like, Ian's just- Ian's just really yeah. communicative and really good at just being there. For well,
2: because he's, yeah, he's like, what do you need from me so I can help you? And it's uh, like, "Ah, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. We to
1: see it finally after a whole 11, se- 10 seasons, we get it
2: fucking finally
1: and that is in big part due to co- nolan cam's chemistry too like nolan cam
0: works so well together that i believed every moment that, of that, but also like i'm sure demands
2: behind the scenes because i i know that they had conversations with the producers being like at least cameron like has said in interviews he was like i i told them that i like i don't like when they fight and i'm yeah. like okay so you're the reason that we're getting everything good. <laughs>
0: He's the reason they even brought Mickey back in the first place. Like, we respect him. Well, yeah, because he
2: was like, I'm bored. I'm leaving. I'm happy with everything my character did. And then they were like, oh, but, like,
0: Mickey back. And he was like, this is worth exploring. <laughs> <laughs> But I love, even Steve, somebody tweeted, like, we we better not be sleeping on Nolan in this episode. And Steve Howey said he's one of the best actors in Hollywood. The actor who played Cash responded 100%. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they were only in, like,
0: two scenes together.
2: <laughs> but he was like, And in both I of see. them,
0: Mickey was slapping him around. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, Steve Howey, like, I have my own reservations about Steve Howey, but it's
1: like, well.
0: He does put respect when he's on right, He's right. He's <laughs> right.
1: Like, <laughs> do not the person we needed but the person we deserved
0: Shinola was t- live tweeting during the episode too like during that scene where he confronts Terry and she's like at the end of the day it's his dad I'm like yeah. that's not what that look was that look was I am better than this and he like can let it go and letting Terry suffer is a greater punishment than putting him like Terry was asking to be put out of his misery
2: he asked Frank and he asked Mickey. he was like shoot me just fucking do they it they both
0: said suffer
2: <laughs> suffer bitch
0: Actually, that makes me
2: worried is it's, like, if it's, like, redemption, like, getting what's coming to you, they might not even kill Frank. They might just stick him in a nursing home.
0: No, I think they're going to kill Frank.
2: I honestly, because, like, Monica's death was really impactful. I would honestly think it would be good if they... Well, okay, so, like, consider this. Episode 11, everybody goes their separate ways. Episode 12 set a teeny-weeny little bit in the future. Just enough that it's, like, not everybody's moved on too much with their lives, but they're, like, older and they all come
1: back together because Frank died. Mm. Yeah, And then that's like, and then I feel like if then, then that could be the possibility of getting Emmy just to be come, like just that one shot of like all of them walking into like the room or like, or do you think we don't even need her for that finale?
2: We don't need her for that. No. And I don't think she would agree to do it anyway. Plus she would probably have to like quarantine and stuff. And it's like, I don't think she would yeah. want to. I think she really, they really burned their bridges. I mean, Emmy, doesn't follow anyone. I mean, I, I know, like, they're probably... Like, the actors are still on good terms. Yeah, she doesn't follow anyone except Jeremy and Cameron. And then the Shameless, like, Showtime account posted a photo of her and Shanola like, for Valentine's Day or something. Like, best friends, whatever. And they didn't even tag oh. her.
1: <laughs> Damn.
2: And it's like, okay, I feel like they, she's like, I've made my position Yeah, wrong.
1: that that kind of
2: signifies yeah. Like, I think she has... But, like... I think she has beef with John Wells and... <laughs> me too i also have beef with john wells can you believe that people were like we had to bully him into visiting set he like was not on set the like
0: he's not directing the final episode and he's not what? even gonna be there and neither is mark my
2: and mark my is like i'm i'm bestie i love that guy but it's like not like
0: who are they gonna have yeah. do it what if bill macy does it what if they kill frank off in episode 11 and then bill macy directs episode 12 that would be kind of that would cool. be
2: kind of cool bill macy's a great director too like the the
0: he did like Oh yeah, the mental health mm-hmm. um ward episode that he did. Yeah, he with, did five oh six
2: because well he was like
0: five oh seven.
2: He did five oh seven. Well I remember Which one was that?
0: Ian in the yellow uh shirt in the mental institution when, oh, when Mickey oh, goes okay. to visit yeah. him. Bill William H. Macy director. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I remember Bill Macy doing an interview and being like, Noel legit cried. Like he was legit crying while we were shooting those because he was so sad for the characters.
0: After he hugs Ian, like, Mickey wasn't supposed to cry Noel just couldn't keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> Yet bitch. another reason Noel Fisher and Jensen Ackles should be in a thing together. They are in touch with their emotions with their characters. I don't think I could even handle that.
2: They both just really, like, connect emotionally with their characters. Like, they really just, like, make them a part of them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Noel is, like, basically nothing like Mickey, but he still just like he just has a lot of like empathy for him yeah yeah, yeah. which is also why i really like mark my if you like listen to interviews and stuff he does like about shameless he really just like has a lot of empathy for the characters that's like that's
0: another reason i think if mark can't do it i'd like bill to do it because i know that bill loves and respects mickey as a character and like
2: i think bill is just a cool guy i understand like the the caution around him because his wife is felicity huffman but mm-hmm. it's like I think he's, I think he's a, I think, I think genuinely he's probably a really good guy. I think he's neat. I think he's awesome. I think he's fun.
0: But yeah, he, and he killed it in this episode when they give him interesting stuff to do He's actually, you remember why he wins so many awards. But him, Jeremy Allen White, and Noel motherfucking Fisher just held this episode up on their backs. And we love and respect them for that.
1: We really do.
2: It's also just like the whole thing with Frank's storyline that's, choosing dementia to be his end is so heartbreaking is because it's like Frank's thing was always that his mind was like still there yeah Yeah. he was like I might be old I might be whatever but he's like I'm very smart like yeah yeah,
0: he was a drunk and a drug addict but he went to college like he was he was very smart he always like
2: he knew how to pull one over on people and it was and like he understood the way that people acted like he was he was very charming most of the time and it's like to make it so that his mind goes, I can't fucking do this. Yeah. Well, and people were saying, like, what if he forgets, like, he has another, like, Emily moment where he forgets that Debbie's grown and he thinks that Franny's, like, a young Debbie. Oh, ow. Ouch. (laughs) Um, Ouch, or, like, uh, Freddie is, like, a young Carl.
0: I cannot believe I'm out here in the year 2021 caring about Frank. I know. know. But
2: I do. I care about him. (laughs) (laughs) I care about him. I mean, like, it was fun to watch him in season 4 when his liver was failing cuz it was like obviously everybody knew that that wasn't the end but it was like really fun to see to
1: see like what that brings out in other people. Mm. Yeah. When is he going to tell them I know that's exactly like we're still at the point where like no one knows where this is the first time where he's getting confirmation that his mind's going a whirl but like I feel like I don't know the stereotypical whenever Frank says anything they're like we don't care shut up Frank get out Frank. So like I wonder like if it's going to hit anyone like being like oh
0: I wonder if he's just never going to tell them if if Frank's just going to like walk off into the lake and just like never acknowledge it.
1: I mean, I
2: would think that except like in the episode descriptions that I read you guys, some of them say like it's Liam's turn to watch Frank for the day. Mm. So it's like they're kind of like doing it in shifts. I feel like somebody is going either he's going to slip really bad, somebody's going to be at the hospital with him and they're going to be like, "You guys know he has dementia, right?" or somebody's going to find that piece of paper. In a pocket, some in his pocket somewhere. Did he somewhere. throw the paper,
1: or did he just put it in his like pocket?
0: He put it in his pocket.
2: It was a piece of paper. Yeah. The my name's Frank Gallagher. I live at two one one nine North Wallace. And I have I have early stage alcoholic dementia. I feel like somebody's gonna find that like in his pocket or something. Because they're like, because they they've made a bunch of jokes like, oh, when Frank passes out, we check his pockets for money. Yeah. yeah. And it's like someone probably everyone or...
1: still probably does that. <laughs>
2: Chekhov's gone. Somebody's gonna find that damn piece of paper.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm just so excited. If if this episode is an indication that Shameless is remembering that it used to be really good, and this is like the the quality we get for the last six episodes, I'm very excited. Yeah. I mean this I'm episode was shameless remembering what it was in like season four and five. Like this was this was good shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean it was it was almost like the switch that happened in season four where it was like like yes the first season is season four or the first half of season four was like i'm pretty like because it's a dark winter season but it's like the second half was like this immediate switch into like a heavily dramatic
0: yeah and then we get emily like well and it's
2: like you get the jailbird episode you get hope springs paternal you get um emily you get survival of the fittest like it's like all of those episodes mm-hmm banger after banger banger after banger, banger after and banger. i'm hoping that that's what happens again i'm just sad that we have to wait two weeks because we have to have two hall of shames yeah but but then it's going to be boom boom boom
0: boom, boom. it's going to be done by april
2: yeah Oh damn, I'm they're sad, not gonna shit out. But,
0: but yeah they finished filming by the time this goes up they might be finished filming the series
2: yeah they're
0: they're on they're on 11, right 11 now. still yeah
2: yeah uh they're filming right now because emma's posting on instagram
0: oh uh, shinola was too
2: So we know that they're like filming right now, but it's like, well, they'll, they'll finish by the end of this week. They'll start, they'll start production on 12 next week.
0: I kind of love that they couldn't go to Chicago. So there wasn't people around seeing them shoot, except for like things that they have to go off the lot to shoot. So I kind of Mm -hmm. love that we don't know anything until the stills come out. Yeah. Right. Because we knew like everything last year.
2: It was like that. And then somehow like audition sides got leaked because they can't have like a million billion extras now. So it's like, it's fun because like people were leaking like the, the scripts, like the audition sides. And it's like, now it's like, I'm in complete mystery. Yeah. I do like, I love, I love that people get screeners early and I love to know what happens, but it's also like, I almost wish I could just go in blind. Yeah.
0: And I feel like I went in as blind as I could too, with the screeners that went up and like the, the photo stills that we got like officially from Shameless. Like we knew that Terry was going to be outside in the chair, but like that scene slap me in the yeah i mean
2: like we knew like well this the screeners came out pretty late this week they only came out like the they only came out on friday like the day before saturday because like we watch it at midnight Mm -hmm. but it's like i almost wish because sometimes they don't get them i almost wish for the next couple episodes they're like not gonna send them out they're
0: probably not gonna get them for the finale probably
2: not oh true maybe not for episode 11 but probably everything up until then so maybe I'll just try to, like, avoid spoilers. <laughs> 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 that way I can have a, a better experience and be pleasantly surprised yeah. yeah, like
0: I liked kind of jumping in blind. It was nice. But yeah, that was, it was a um, seriously top three Mickey episodes for me. Top three.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I guess I could, I, now that I'm, like, really thinking through it, for me, it's probably, like, top five. Maybe not top three, but, like, That's top fair. five.
1: Yeah. How about you, Evan? Probably top five as well at this point. Just because I really do have a soft spot for like season three. I two, just, I I'm like, just en- he's a fun little guy. I enjoy season four so much that there's just so much in season four yeah. that's just like. All
0: right, so yeah. let's wrap it up. We got to get out of here. Lena's got to go get a COVID test. I'm sending you positive, negative Ooh. test mm-hmm. thoughts.
2: I'm feeling better. You know, it might have just been caffeine withdrawal. I haven't had coffee for the past two days.
0: <laughs> That'll do it to you.
2: But we shall see.
0: I'm very excited. Like I said, this is going to go up uh, right after Fiona's Hall of Shane comes out on a Tuesday. And we're going to figure out our posting schedule for the rest of season three. You know, life is crazy. We'll we'll record season three episodes whenever we can. Yes, but we the will. first one is up as of today. We we're recording this February 16th. Season three, episode one uh, nice. is up right now. So we'll put everybody's Instagrams and shits in the in the description of the episode right below <laughs> this. Listen to us and all of the things. Check out my other podcast, Skip to the Gay Parts. I promise the second part is going up soon. And thanks for hanging out with me, guys.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wonderful time as always. Again. Thank you so much. All right.
0: let's, Let's get out of here.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.